Welcome to today's edition of CS Computing News, in which we give you a brief but focused look at several of the biggest and most interesting technology-related stories. Our first story is 19,000 French websites suffer vandalism. In what French cybersecurity officials call an unprecedented incident, hackers have attacked 19,000 of the country's governmental and non-governmental websites. The hackers placed pro-Islamic text and images on French businesses, religious groups, city governments, and universities' website homepages, according to France's National Information System Security Agency. Hackers also briefly shut down the French Defense Ministry's website with a denial-of-service attack that officials quickly resolved. These incidents follow the recent Islamic terrorist attack in France against Charlie Hebdo magazine, a target of Muslims for running satirical cartoons about Muhammad, in which 10 employees and two police officers were shot to death. Security officials subsequently killed the two assailants. Two days later, an Islamic terrorist murdered four people in a Paris kosher supermarket before police killed him. The Al-Qaeda and the Arabian Peninsula terrorist group claimed responsibility for both attacks. According to French military officials, the recent cyber attacks were not particularly complex and did not affect any governmental operations. They see organized hacker groups, including several that claim links to the terrorist Islamic State of Iraq and Syria, also known as ISIS, were responsible for the website vandalism. The groups have threatened to make their attacks more dangerous and target more sensitive organizations in the future. Our second story is, Bug could let hackers eavesdrop on cell calls. German researchers have discovered security flaws in a long-used mobile communications technology that could let hackers listen to cellular phone calls and intercept text messages, even on wireless networks using today's most advanced encryption. Hackers could also exploit the bugs to record encrypted calls or text for decryption later and to determine callers' locations. Two researchers separately found the vulnerabilities in the SS7, the Signaling System 7, global network. SS7 lets cellular providers route calls, text, and other services between networks. The recently discovered flaws could be exploited by anyone with access to SS7 and the technical skills required to send the proper queries, even though cellular providers have spent time and money securing their networks. That's because carriers still must send calls and texts that travel between them over the vulnerable SS7 network. The researchers found two ways to exploit SS7 eavesdrop on calls. In the first, Hackers could send commands over the network and take over a mobile phone's forwarding function. They could then redirect calls through their own system, where they could listen or to or record them, and then to the intended recipient, in the process creating an open channel for future use. Attackers could also use antennas to collect calls and texts transmitted via SS7. If the communications are encrypted, as is usually the case with 3G systems, the hackers could use the network to ask the carrier for a temporary decryption key. The researchers found that hackers could also send SS7 queries that acquire cell phones' temporary identification numbers and identify the corresponding phone numbers, 
they could then track callers. Because of the security problems, many industry observers say it's time to replace SS7, which was first standardized in 1980. Our final story is NASA uses apes as a model for disaster response robot. NASA's Jet Propulsion Laboratory, JPL, has developed an innovative ape-like robot designed to help with disaster-related activities such as victim searches and rescues. RoboSimian has seven cameras that serve as its eyes, as well as wheels for coasting on flat surfaces. It has four limbs that can either grasp and manipulate objects or climb over debris and rugged terrain. The machine also uses LIDAR, a remote sensing technology that measures distances and then maps its surroundings by illuminating an object with a laser and analyzing the reflected light. NASA is entering RoboSimian in the current $2 million DARPA Robotics Challenge, competition in which teams from throughout the world design emergency response robots. Scientists and public officials consider such machines important because they could work in environments that are too hazardous for humans, such as nuclear disaster zones or areas with extensive structural damage. The robots could search for survivors, move rubble off of victims, or shut down utility systems controls and thereby avert fires or other problems. Many robots are designed to function like humans, walking upright and using mechanical arms for grasping and otherwise manipulating objects. JPL, on the other hand, designed RoboSimian to move around like an ape, focusing on the ability to use all four limbs to provide stability and effectively traverse difficult terrain. However, this makes the robot slower than other DARPA Robotics Challenge competitors. The NASA researchers are thus working with scientists from the University of California at Santa Barbara and at Caltech to make it faster. JPL designed RoboSimian's ro software to enable the robot to work largely on its own when communications with human controllers are interrupted, a frequent problem at disaster scenes. Thank you for listening, and check back for another edition of CS Computing News.